Hello out there. Rochelle here with another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women get to talk about stuff with a shout out to the men listening. We're grateful for your encouragement. Why is it every single time I have one of these privileged conversations, I am deeply moved? Is it the topic and the way it was discussed? Was it the people talking, being themselves? Well, I'd have to say both. Today we hear from two women, Casey and Elizabeth, about friendship, its importance, how they maintain it, how they chose to start a business together. They share how they're navigating it to keep the friendship solid, the priority even, while growing the business. Some impressive stuff here. These two met while they were working for the same company. I worked there too, and that's how I met them both. And like it happens, they became friends and then best friends. They are woven together in their personal lives and now in a new business, which they will be sharing with us. Casey is one of the dynamic duo, and I worked with her closely for several years. Enough to know she is passionate, involved, and a whiz at spreadsheets. Elizabeth, the other member of the two, I did not get to know as well until we traveled for events. She is friendly, interested, and takes initiative. Welcome to the show, Casey and Elizabeth. Thanks, Rochelle. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy to have you here. And uh, the listeners, you should know this is the first time we've ever interviewed two people at the same time. So this is historic. This (laughs) is totally historic. All right, (laughs) let's get to know you. What would you like our listeners to know about you by means of of an introduction? Well, I'm Casey. um, And the main thing is that we own a business together. That's how we have been growing it closer together in our friendship and life, trying to get this thing started. Um, it is called Our Kindred Collective, and we do flower arrangements, um, custom greeting cards, and stickers. And then some people have asked us for some custom orders on specific cards they would like. We did some Christmas cards um, and just various things like that. So that's probably the main thing about us. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add? No, <clears throat> not really. Um, I'm Elizabeth, the other half of this partnership. And um, yeah, I think she she said everything that needed to be said about that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. And what a cool name for starters. Thanks. <laughs> Three words to describe yourself, and you each need to answer this. Great. Elizabeth, you can go first. Okay. Um, I would say that I'm organized. Super, super type A, like crazy <laughs> organized. Um, I'm loyal and I'm creative. Mm, very Sorry. nice. <laughs> um, I actually chose two of the same words, loyal <laughs> and creative as well. Um, and then my third word would probably be hardworking. I mm. love working hard. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just more fulfilling to work hard, I guess. <laughs> well, you're, you're getting things done and you, you have a deep sense of, of, of accomplishment, not just accomplishment, but the process itself is uh, enjoyable if you love what you're doing. So yeah. it, it just doesn't even feel like work at all. All right, here's a fun one. A fictional female character that inspires you. 
Ooh. Okay, I choose um there's a story or it's like a series co- yeah series <laughs> called the series of unfortunate events it sounds so depressing and it kind of is but I grew up <laughs> reading them <laughs> I grew up reading them and there's a girl the oldest sister in there named Violet Baudelaire and I've always looked up to her because she is she's like the inventor of the family um, and so no matter what situation these three kids find themselves in, she can always invent something based on the resources she have has. And so anytime there's like a problem at work or like, I mean, we do a lot of theater. So if there's like an issue at, in theater, people are like, this is never going to work. I'm like, no, we're going to find the right resource to make this work with what we have. Um, and so I feel like I, my brain always thinks of Violet when I'm stuck. I'm like, what would Violet do right now? And <laughs> oh, so I like I that. How fun. And what yeah. about you, Elizabeth? Three words. Um, or are you a fictional female character? Yeah, that's where we are. I would choose, I know, I would choose Anne of Green Gables. Mm. Um, who has She's always been my most favorite. Um, it's my favorite series ever. I've read it multiple times. Um, I love that she's a redhead, first of all, <laughs> because, you know, solidarity with the redheads. Um, but she's super fiery, super determined, Um, you know, her background, just being an orphan and overcoming, you know, a lot of obstacles in her life and just never giving up and staying, um, perseverant. So I love her. She's my favorite. I can, I can see both of those for you. Wonderful. (laughs) And, and isn't it, isn't it, um, great that we can be inspired by people who aren't real. I mean, and, and, and no doubt if I asked you who's your, you know, favorite real female character, you could come up with something too. But I, I think it's uh, telling, you know, the answers that come up from people that have been created by someone else that display and show all of these wonderful traits that you both described in these women. How do you develop and protect your sense of worth? It's a good question. Um, I feel like we'll both say the same thing, but definitely Jesus and the Bible. We are Christians and feel like, um, yeah, ultimately our worth comes from Jesus Mm -hmm. and nothing that the world says about us gives us our true worth, but rather Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer. I echo that. Okay. That was easy. (laughs) A piece of wisdom that you keep handy. Hmm. I can go. Um, So I read a book and I can't remember which one it was. I want to say it was by Lisa Turkhurst, but um, I'm such back to my personality or a word that described me um, earlier. I'm such a perfectionist. I'm very type A, so my personality wants things to be 100% ready to go before I take a step um, in anything. So in my brain, like I want it to be perfect. I want it, everything, all my ducks in a row before I take like any sort of a leap of faith or I start anything new. And um, especially with Kindred, for us, we, we just had to kind of put ourselves out there And in this book that I read, it talked about just get to 80%, like get to 80% and then put yourself out there because you're never going to get to a hundred percent in your brain. I mean, we will, no matter how amazing, hopefully our business becomes, we'll still never be at a hundred percent, but 
I, in order for us to take that step to put ourselves out there, like that's been kind of a mantra. I keep telling myself, okay, if we can get to 80%, then we can put ourselves out there and kind of figure it out as we go. And so that's been really kind of comforting for my personality because I literally, I think I would be paralyzed if I didn't kind of keep that little mantra in my mind. So you've given yourself permission to not Mm -hmm. have to make it to a hundred percent. That is really a good nugget of wisdom right there. (laughs) All right, Case, you're up. Um, For me, a phrase that I've held on to for probably been about like six years now that I came up with this and it's really dictated a few seasons of my life. Um, but it's don't let your circumstances dictate your character. Mm. Now, there's been a few situations that are more challenging or seasons that are more challenging that your outside circumstances could really change the person you are. And so in order to just stay strong and who I am and wanting to be a good worker, wanting to be loyal, creative, all my words, then I have to like remember who my character is rather mm-hmm. than what my circumstances may one be telling me who I am or mm-hmm. to how they make me feel. And right. so anytime I'm in a situation where I'm like, I just want to respond like this, <laughs> I'm like, what's my character? Don't yeah. let these circumstances change that. Mm-hmm. And so I've been, I've held on to that piece of little wisdom for quite a few years now. I like that you just not, I mean, you have it, but then you actually apply it. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to kind of like we hear all these great things and it's like, oh, that is so great. Oh, that is so great. But you you grabbed it and you actually apply it and you do it. And that's, I think, the difference between hearing a great wisdom nugget mm-hmm. and, and bringing it into your life in a very practical way. Yeah, we Love try that. at least. <laughs> Love that. Okay, it's time for our deep dive, or rather, our the topic that you two wanted to talk about. And I, I think for you two, this is perfect friendship and working together. Mm-hmm. And so, tell us about that. And I'll, I'll ask questions as we go. I don't know where you want to start. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll let you start and then I'll just kind of ask questions as we go. Because I mean, I knew that you two were becoming very good friends, becoming best friends in essence, uh, mm-hmm. through, you know, when we all work together and, you know, now you've, mm-hmm. you've done this whole completely different thing. So tell us about mm-hmm. friendship and working together. I'll start. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, so, I mean, just a little summary of pretty much our whole friendship. We Mm -hmm. became friends at work, Mm -hmm. um, doing a theater show together. And so our whole friendship just started because we were working together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we, we were doing a show. We weren't, I mean, we're in two totally different areas of the show, but, um, eventually we started working hand in hand in a different area and, um, yeah, just found that we loved working together. It really brought us closer together. Um, we became friends so quickly mm-hmm. through, yeah, it was just work the whole time. And so quickly from the beginning, probably within the first couple of months, we were like, oh, owning a business would be so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we kind of just talked about it for the first two and a half, three years of our friendship mm-hmm. um, of just, oh, this would be amazing if one day this could happen. Mm-hmm. And so um, something we knew before we ever tried to start anything was how hard it can be to like transition mm-hmm. from friendship into working together. Mm-hmm. 
and we you just hear like that oh you don't work with your friends it's not gonna work out like you guys are gonna fight you're not gonna your business isn't gonna work your friendship's gonna die all these different things that you hear but we had the foundation of our whole friendship had already been working together and we did really well and our the area of the theater that we were working in was thriving um and we were doing it together and so we thought this would be a good topic for us to discuss mm-hmm. because I feel like I mean we're friends we have our issues our arguments everyone does that's human but right. we have found how to have a successful working relationship mm-hmm. and a successful friendship and um I mean Kindred is new our company we just started it but I feel like we've been doing well so far on balancing mm-hmm. um our friendship we have certain days that are dedicated to us and friend friendship stuff and then we have days that are dedicated to work oh we try to keep that balance as much as possible I mean if an order comes in an order comes in but um yeah we try to keep that balance and that's definitely Mm -hmm. been helpful Mm -hmm. so it's a little summary do you have more to add I feel like I kind of gave yeah no I think I think you yeah I think you nailed it Well, as you were talking, I was wondering if there were expectations that you both talked about at the beginning of going into, you know, into a business together to preserve both the friendship and the business. And you've answered part of that question by saying you've set aside times that this is our friend time Mm -hmm. and this is our work time. Mm-hmm. I love now. How did you come up with that? I love that you knew to make that boundary going in before yeah. it was even a problem or a challenge. Um. Yeah, we've always early, early on. Probably, I mean, when did we even start that? Right away, two months into our friendship, we like chose Fridays as the day where we well, we we pray for each other on Fridays. So that's, uh, that kind of started early on too. And we would go to coffee every Friday and that was just kind of like our connect time before. I mean, we see each other not every day, but most days of the week. Now we spend a lot of time together, but early on in our friendship, um, Friday mornings were kind of this little sacred time where we connected and we were face to face over a cup of coffee. And, um, so that's just always kind of been a thing from the very beginning, and then moving forward, as we've gotten closer, Fridays have been still that it's kind of like the respite from the week and just mm-hmm. the time where we, you know, if we now we like love to watch Grey's Anatomy or we'll go, <laughs> you know, to a <laughs> to a fun new coffee shop and, you know, try a new coffee and then come home and, you know, relax and watch TV or whatever. Um, so that's kind of always been our thing. And we've kept that pretty sacred. Um, the last couple of years, no matter what's been going on, um, I don't know, with our jobs or whatever. And so then when we decided to start Kindred, we just said that from the beginning, we just kind of said, okay, like we know that starting a business, we're going to have to hustle. We're going to have to put a lot of time into it, but we want to make sure that we keep Fridays sacred where it's not as much as we can. I mean, like she said, if an order comes in or something happens, like obviously yeah, we yeah. will do that. But for the most part, we don't really talk about work and we don't, we don't do work on Fridays. So, and that just has been from the beginning and we've, I'd say we're, we're pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I think having the foresight to do that going in is really remarkable. You know, instead of waiting until it became an issue and it got so muddy and murky 
that you had to then, you know, kind of, yeah, backtrack and figure that all out. That's very impressive. Okay, so obviously there are times when you're not in agreement, and we don't need examples, but <laughs> how how do you navigate that? Because that's another thing. You've got your friendship, which you don't want to mess with, and then you've got work, which you want to be successful. And so how do you navigate when you guys don't agree? How does that, how does, what's, is there like, did you come up with a process or... <laughs> Is it, did you do some rock, paper, scissor? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Hey, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll start yeah. that one. Um, we don't really have a process for when we disagree creatively. Thankfully, it doesn't actually happen too yeah. much. Oh, that's um, great. I mean, I will give an example. It's, it's not a big deal. It's kind of comical. <laughs> but we, so we have greeting cards and each of our, um, the way we do it is we'll like come up with a theme and we'll call it a collection. And then there's five different cards in the collection. So we're working on designing a new one, which little sneak peek of what's coming. Um, there is a new collection coming. It's called the Mr. Collection. So it's all for men. Um, and so I like created one where we drew this little cartoon of a guy and he's holding a sign and then said happy birthday on the sign. And I was I loved it. I thought it was so great. And Elizabeth did not. And so she's like, it's just kind of weird. But um, I think like. I mean, it's hard for both of us because we're both perfectionists. We both mm-hmm. want, like, we work really hard on what we do. Mm-hmm. And we it's hard when, like, the other person doesn't like mm-hmm. it. And so I think we just have to try to, like, okay, we don't both like it. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, like, oh, bummer. Like, I love that or she loves that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just not get your feelings hurt. Like, it's hard because you're, like, oh, oh yeah. I love it. But, yeah. um, but if you could just laugh it off, like, I mean, that's kind of a funny one because it's, like, this yeah. cartoon guy that I drew and she's like no <laughs> but, um, so the answer to that particular example was <clears throat> the basic idea is fine let's try again yeah yeah so we I mean we just created new cards and now they're they're out for print they're good we like mm-hmm. all of them mm-hmm. and we're happy with it and so um yeah it's just if we don't agree we just try again until we both like it or like it enough to mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you really like it. So other people will really like it. Okay. So, oh, I like uh, that. Yes. You're giving it, each other sort of a little bit of leeway. Yeah. yeah. I so, love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a thought and I, I lost it. Um, how long has the company been in business now? Since October. Uh, so what is October 15th, right? Yep. We started it on 10, 15, 20. Uh-huh. That was, that's our date. So it's nice <laughs> and easy to remember. Um, yeah. So, so we worked nights. on it a, a bit through summer <laughs> and then really ramped it up and then decided to launch in October. So mm-hmm. pretty new, still mm-hmm. doing well, but um, yeah, we're fresh. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Now, how do you come up with your ideas of what you want to do is just like full open brainstorming, like let's do cards, let's do flowers. I mean, what, what was the, like going in, what was the vision? What was the vision? Um, well, I don't, I don't do you want to start from the beginning. <laughs> from which beginning? Our first idea. You can talk about that. So <laughs> like you said, at the beginning of our friendship, we were like, oh, it'd be so fun to own a company together. Mm-hmm. And so um, we brainstormed a few ideas just throughout time. 
And we actually started with a different idea of wanting like a rental supply type Mm -hmm. deal. And so like where if you're having a wedding, you can come rent your like couches, chairs, table settings, all that kind of stuff and have this huge warehouse of all that kind of stuff and then grow it into, I love coordinating events and Elizabeth used to own a wedding invitation company. And Mm -hmm. so that world was kind of something we both already knew and could make something out of. Um, But starting that was very challenging because you're like, Oh, do we open our business when we have two forks available or like, how do you get all your supplies? So that was like our first realm. We're like, we would love it. That'd be so fun. And then it morphed into a few other things. And Mm then, um, I feel like we landed on this one when we've always given cards to each other, our oh, yeah. whole friendship. Oh. Um, one of our favorite things to do is to go to Orange County mm-hmm. and we have this card shop that we love and we go in there and pick like five cards for each other and just have a supply and then we always sticker the inside of the card. So we have like little girls that look like us or like little sayings, hearts, all these different things. And we've just always done that our whole mm-hmm. friendship. So Elizabeth was looking online one day and found like, cause we've given so many to each other. It's hard to find new mm-hmm. ones at this point. Um, and she found a whole like sweet spot of them. And so I feel like that was a huge moment when mm-hmm. we were like, this is like def- definitive of our friendship. And um, we kind of landed on that. We're like, we love it. We want to help other people love their people. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was kind of, it was like, total right turn and not what we originally planned at all. But that's why we threw in the name collective because mm-hmm. then you can add on whatever you want to your business <laughs> and it's just a collective of all sorts of things. And also the floral part of it came in because Casey's so amazing at floral design. I don't know, like, I don't know. You just are really, really good at it. And I feel like, what did you do that your centerpiece oh maybe yes I think she did a centerpiece for me for like Easter or something and it was so incredible and I had posted online and so many of my friends and family members were like oh my gosh that's amazing it's so beautiful and I had said to her you know that's something that you should do you should really like look into floral design because you're so good at it and then then the card thing kind of happened and then we just kind of decided well um having this collective of cards, flowers, stickers, at least for now, those three kind of elements. Um, and for us too, our little tagline is love your people. So who doesn't love flowers? Who doesn't love to get a card? You know, who doesn't love cute little stickers to add to an envelope or the inside of a card? So we just felt like it kind of all went together yes. <laughs> and, you know, made sense for what kind of our vision for the business was. Mm, love that. Love that. And so how, you know, <clears throat> in this pandemic time, it's actually a really great business to start. And I imagine that your sale, your sales are more online, or mm-hmm. or driven by social media posts, because mm-hmm. people then see what you're doing. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wonderful. Now, do you have um Thoughts of expanding as the company grows, like creatively, like, oh, maybe you don't you don't have to share what, you know, your next products will be. But I mean, is is the idea to just kind of see what can be done. Yeah. Um, you want to share what we want to do? Mm-hmm. So um, our ultimate goal and 
a huge reason. Well, there's two big reasons we haven't done it yet. And one, we don't want to be in debt. We've started the whole thing without debt. Um, and so we don't want to like take out a loan or anything to make something happen. And then to COVID, we're not allowed to do a lot of what we would like to do right now. But um, a huge goal that we have and was kind of the like the catalyst. Yeah, catalyst for doing this in the first place was we want to have a little we've talked about a mail truck, uh, Airstream or just some cool little thing that you can take to um, like coffee shops or things with courtyards and it's a little pop up. So people walk by and they can buy like flowers and stuff. We saw one at a place we love to Mm -hmm. hang out and we're like, that's so cute. We love it. Mm -hmm. And so um, having that is like a huge thing. And we would love, we are crazy coffee drinkers (laughs) and know every coffee shop in San Diego have been to almost all of them. Mm -hmm. And we would love to partner with coffee shops and have our little pop up at a coffee shop where you can come and choose what flowers you want. We'll make you an arrangement and then give you a discount at the coffee shop. And so have a cool partnership like that. So that's our ultimate goal on the cards, flower sticker mm-hmm. side. Um, but we don't, once we make enough money to buy the truck and then once we're allowed to <laughs> go into places like that. Um, and then we've joked around with a few other things. We, we love aioli, which is a dip. <laughs> So we're like, should we have an aioli bar one day? That'd be cool. <laughs> or um, we also love craft cocktails. We're like, mm-hmm. should we have a cocktail part of ours? So we've thrown around a few ideas of just like, oh, what would be fun? Um, but the truck or Airstream or yeah. little thing is definitely, that'll definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's an actual vehicle as opposed to like a cart. Yeah. No. Okay, got it, got it. Almost like a food truck, but a kindred truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you could like set up a whole display. There's a few ideas we've seen where mm-hmm. like the wall can pop down and turn to a little table or mm-hmm. various things like that. So once we can find what we can afford, um, then we will we can design it out a little better. But mm-hmm. now, how are you juggling all of this with your regular other life? Hmm. I don't know. I mean. I think like we talked about with the like setting boundaries on, um, you you know, our time together and then obviously other jobs, family, that kind of thing. Um, We have set times where we sit down and work and it's dedicated to us being together and doing that. Um, And then we also just kind of divide and conquer because obviously, um, you know, starting up a business, it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of brainstorming. It takes a lot of, um, you know, just a lot of hustle kind of. And so Casey will do stuff at home, like at night, if that works for her, she'll be designing things and then she'll send them to me. Um, and usually she'll send it on our iPad. So like when I can get to it, if I'm not like cooking dinner or, you know, whatever, and then I can respond when it works for me and then vice versa, if she's working her day job and I need to go run around and, do errands, like do a print pickup or do a floral delivery. Um, we just kind of, I don't know, we're pretty good partners in that way. I would say, I think one of the main aspects of our friendship is always trying to serve the other person in, in the way that they need. And I think that just, you know, kind of bleeds into the business side of things as well. Um, so we just, 
we definitely have our, our boundaries as far as these are our work days together. But then, like I said, all the stuff that's kind of in the the rest of our lives, you know, we just kind of say, okay, what can you do today? What can I do today? And we just kind of divide and conquer. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a beautiful vision of serving each other, of really putting the other first. And that's not necessarily something you would see in other businesses. And certainly, gosh, businesses started and run by friends. I mean, I I think you guys are going to be the success story. (laughs) We hope. hope. Speak it over us, Rochelle. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I would say you already are because you have created an environment and understanding expectations and like you said boundaries about how this is going to work and we're not going to be um, fearful to express to the other our thoughts mm-hmm. our hopes mm-hmm. where we want this to go mm-hmm. I don't really care for that drawing <laughs> whatever it is like yeah. it's safe you guys have created yeah. a safe safe place Mm -hmm. in your friendship and in your work. And I I think that is so commendable because I'm going to say that's not the norm. Mm. Would you agree with all the different positions and jobs you've had that that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I feel like I've had my fair share of challenging jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like we make it work. I mean, no one needs to think like we never have our arguments or fights or anything. We definitely do. But um, yeah, I mean, always just going back to the foundation of what we have decided. And we're like, yeah, we would like to grow fast and explode, but not at this, not, mm-hmm. we're not going to forsake our friendship in mm-hmm. order to like grow right. our business big. So mm-hmm. we'd rather grow really slowly and keep our friendship the same mm-hmm. than completely like oh well we were best friends but then we did business Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, yeah that would be not good yeah so we'd rather take things slow and focus on both sides than Mm -hmm. we would rather what's been your biggest challenge um I would say I feel like just all the little things adding Mm -hmm. up I mean the legal stuff of starting a business yeah Mm -hmm. that's not even like about us but yeah um, that was probably, we're just so nervous of like being ignorant, not mm-hmm. even trying to not necessarily like, Oh, we don't want to do that legally, but rather just not knowing what's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really challenging at the start. We wanted to just be very integrous and, um, do it all the right way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was really challenging at the start current right now. I think just marketing. Yeah, actually mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing for us. We're trying to, um, we're trying to actually hire, like, contract out a marketer right now. Um, really? That's just not either one of our skill sets. We both kind of mm. shut down and get paralyzed <laughs> if we have to do anything sales related. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, good thing we started a business together. But, um, <laughs> so we're just not good at putting ourselves out there, like, trying to get into storefronts and trying to um, just get our name out there. It's just mm-hmm. not something where we're like, we'll post on Instagram We'll have a website, but the like cold calls, hi, we have great stuff we want to show you. It's just not either one of our no. skill sets. So that's actually the current challenge yeah. we are facing and trying to find someone who, where we're like, sorry, we can't hire you full time, but we will contract you out mm-hmm. and see where it goes. Right. Um, 
So that's the current challenge we're facing. Now, is that an area you'd be willing to grow in or do you just definitely like no? I have had a sales job before and (laughs) I think I almost lost my life. Yeah, it was not good. (laughs) I was in the worst space ever. And so I've actually had two jobs where sales were apart and I literally, I was like, I can't, I'm not going to live much longer. Mm -hmm. Like I think I'm going to have a heart attack. It was just not, Mm -hmm. it sounds so dramatic and I like feel so dumb saying it, but I'm like, (laughs) I I know it's a weakness. I'm never going to be good at it. Um, I just feel, it just feels so like I can't be a friend to anyone because I mean, I know certain people are really good at it and I respect them and I wish I had their gift, but I just, I'm like, I don't know how to be a genuine friend and ask you to buy my stuff uh-huh. at the same time. And I, right. I I wish I was better at it, but we're just not. And we knew that about mm-hmm. each other before yes. we ever started anything. And so, um, so yeah. Well, I think that it's, you know, you've made it clear that this is not, not only is it not in your skill set, you really have no interest in mm-hmm. growing right. in this area. And I think that's, there's nothing wrong with that. So knowing yeah. that, you just then have to figure out that part of it, which you are, which is wonderful. What would you say is your biggest success? Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. I think maintaining our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, when you start a business, there's so much like hustle and Mm -hmm. it's like, let's just give everything to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And it'd be, I feel like actually easier to lose your friendship at the beginning rather than later on. Um, once you get it all figured out and yeah, I mean, everything we've discussed so far today has pretty much been our biggest success Mm -hmm. because our friendship is never because of our business. Our friendship is never wavered at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like that was a huge success. And one of the main things that we're like, this is a Mm non-negotiable going into a business. And so that, and we just found a new printer who we love. So that was, that was the success. We're really digging the relationship and, um, it's like a fun little family printer shop that the, the parents started it and now the sons took it over. And we just, that was our goal the whole time was to make connections to people Mm -hmm. and, um, like support other small businesses and, um, just have like be that connection point for a bunch of different people. And so to have it in our printer, like Mm -hmm. no one thinks like, Oh, let's Mm -hmm. love your printer or let's love the other vendors you use. But we do. Mm -hmm. And we, one of um, Elizabeth's friends makes the little tag that we tie onto the um, cards that you get. And so we've partnered with her as well and her new company. Um, So yeah, I think the small business partnership has been huge for us. Yeah. I agree. I would say that your your friendship appears to be thriving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we agree. I think that's, again, um, trying to find the right word. I don't want to say amazing because it's possible, but it's I would say it's not it's not usual, but Mm -hmm. I think it's absolutely incredible. And how wonderful for you, because you're both Mm -hmm. on the receiving end of the fact that it is thriving. Mm-hmm. And then your your clients are just going to be the the natural benefactors of this yeah. of this goodness and this thing that you've created. Yeah. Well, thank you both. I loved having this time with you talking about friendship, which is such a, a, a an important relationship that we as women 
absolutely love mm-hmm. our friends and mm-hmm. um, not that guys don't love their friends. They just have different relationships different. than we do. It's just different. It's different. just different. And the fact that you have, uh, you know, you've started this, this one more time, the name of the company called our kindred collective, our kindred collective. Okay. And I want to be sure and, and have all that stuff in the episode uh, on the episode and then um, in the notes and all that. So people can find you. Great. Thanks, Rochelle. Thank you for this time. I appreciate you both. Appreciate you being historic and the first duo. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Communication. Expectations. Boundaries. Understanding and speaking the truth in love. These are some of my takeaways from this episode with Casey and Elizabeth. They celebrate the friendship in very real, intentional ways from sacred Friday time to the commitment to put the relationship first, ahead of the business. And yet building the company has allowed them ways to be creative, connect with others, and feel a deep sense of enjoyment while fulfilling their dreams. I hope we can all say that. And if you can't, time to get started. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. And each episode audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, where we invite you to subscribe, rate, and review. We're also on Amazon Music. Social media direct links will be in episode notes, can be found on the website, and most notably, You will find us under Unabashed You at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We invite you to follow us on any and all of the above. There are frequent posts with great photos and inspirational quotes. We depend on website visit, social media, and word of mouth. This is how these inspirational conversations get out into the world, through you and created for you. If you have questions or comments, email us at unabashedu at gmail.com. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. Our blessing for this week's episode, a blessing for friends. May you always have happiness to keep you smiling, trials to keep you strong, success to keep you confident, faith to keep you going, and belief each Day is a gift. In Jesus' name, amen. So go be a friend. Be unabashed. Be you.